Retro Hangover, supported via Patreon by listeners like you. We'd especially like to thank patrons Lyle McCarns, Ashton Ruby, Randall Quiggle, Tony G, Stunstill Smash the Milkman, Katie Quigg, Paul Romalo, Raging Demon, JC, Megan Caruso, Mast Keaton, Andrew Liguori, Ozzy Garcia, The Retro Vixen, Adam from The Good, The Bad, and The Backlog, Thunderdome Gaming Society, Discimera, Jenny E, Keith Gasper, Dave Jackson, Eric Guess, Rick Firestone, and Kayla Jackson. Your continued engagement and generous donations are deeply appreciated. Welcome to The Flight, a consumable curation of champions and catastrophes that is considerate of your chronometer. It's me, Chris Gopleen, from the Retro Hangover Podcast, and once again, it's The Flight. And as always, I am joined by your host, Shane, the overrated Dick Dragon Koski. Wow. How are you doing, Shane? Rude. That is rude. I'm sorry. I didn't mean that. <laughs> uh, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm doing all right. Doing all right. I'm, I'm, uh... I'm I'm prepared for for all the salt that's going to come along with this episode, I think. Yes. By the way, the Dick Dragon can never be overrated. That's impossible. Oh, well, thank you. And it needs to be stated. I appreciate uh, but that. But can it can mine salt, as you said. Yes, absolutely. And why are we going to be mining salt chain? Oh, well, that's because our fine patrons uh, wanted us to talk about what we thought were the most overrated game series of all time, which is definitely yeah. not something that will, you know, get on the nerves of certain people or piss off fan bases or anything like that. That that would never happen. Yeah, there's probably going to be people. I mean, I, I'll say this. Our community is rather respectful. They'll come back and they'll say, I can understand that. Maybe not after this episode, some of the things I'm probably going to be saying. But they've heard me say it before if you're in our Discord. But if you aren't in our Discord, oh boy, some stuff will be said today. Well, I get I get the feeling that some of the folks who've listened to the show for a while and or are in our Discord regularly will probably, at least from my picks, might feel like I'm beating a dead horse, but... Uh, I mean, listen, you asked for it, so so here it is. Here it is. Here it is, patrons. You got it. And everyone else who are not patrons but like these, you, you can blame them. This is not our fault. We just <laughs> record and put it out there. That's right. Just kidding. We're just, it's our fault. We're just doing what the people want. They're telling us. They're telling us to do this. And I suppose, on that note, we should probably just get in there and, and, and rip the Band-Aid off. So, uh, Chris, Let's would you it. like to... Start out the list with your number five. Number five. All right, so my number five is the Lego series. What? I just think I am already needs, offended. There you go. I don't care. <laughs> it needs to be knocked down uh, a, a brick or two ah. because ah, uh, it's just I, I think it, it hit its peak a long time ago. It continues to get this praise as being kind of something more, more than it is. And I can I can imagine right now people thinking in their head, but Chris, 
It's a kid's game. And you know what? You're right. But when I was a kid, a kid's game punished you and made you accept the harsh truths of reality. In this game, you barely ever die. You barely ever die in these. Is this making kids anxious and giving them some sort of anxiety from playing video games? No. So how am I to sit here and say that the Lego games are not overrated? But in all seriousness, they are overly simple. I, I do think that a lot of people look to them as something more than they actually are. It's not to say that they're bad games. I think they're competent and they accomplish what they set out to do. But I, I do think people put a little too much celebration on them for being as simplistic as they are. I don't think they're much better than Skylanders, and people bitched about that really quick. I mean, granted, you don't have to buy, you know, toys and shit, but at least you get toys and you don't get real Legos. They tried that with Lego Dimensions, which wasn't as good as Skylanders from what I remember. Uh, but regardless, yeah, Lego, yeah, it's number five. It's just, I think it's a little overrated. Yeah, I would, you know what, as a fan of the Lego series of games in general, I, I would say that I kind of fell off even when they started including like full voice to the games. Yeah. I felt like that was the, that was the moment where I was like, eh, okay. Because to me, a lot of the charm from the Lego games was the sort of like pseudo simlish voice thing that they had going on or just lack of vocalization entirely that was part of the charm and when they started including clips from the source material and then full-on voice acting i was just like okay this is this is not what i'm here for so no. I, I, th I think i can i can understand that well my number five is uh it's a little bit of a self-burn here um i'm i'm starting off by kind of dissing on one of one of my own um mm. but uh it's kingdom hearts Kingdom Hearts. Ooh. I am a self-proclaimed fan of the series, but even I know that Kingdom Hearts gets way more praise than it probably deserves. The initial release received so much hype because it was somewhat unprecedented. Like crossing over Disney with Final Fantasy was pretty insane at the time and not something anyone would have foreseen. Um, and, you know, to be fair... The first entry also had a fairly sensible and straightforward plot that, at least theoretically, could have been tied up pretty nicely. But no, no, we had to go and make a series out of it and then take a hard left turn into Banana Pants Land with Kingdom Hearts 2 because they took a simple story and added like 12 layers of barely comprehensible convoluted lore that was the catalyst for this like bowl of spaghetti thrown against a wall. That is the collection of plot lines that we have ended up with today. And I mean, any game series that requires like a multi-hour breakdown video on YouTube in order to get a sense of what the fuck is actually going on has just jumped the shark entirely. So that's why it's my number five. And also I kind of unironically still love it. So there you go. <laughs> I think you made Eric guess from the unlockables podcast. Very upset. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I, as, as a Kingdom Hearts fan, I am allowed to say that it is batshit crazy. I, yeah, that's not a stretch. I didn't know it was widely praised, but, uh, maybe that's just, maybe that's just me. Number four. Okay. My number four is Tomb Raider mm. because... I understand the the recent entries are good, and from what I understand, the the last of the three recent entries kind of fell off. 
But have have any of you gone gone back and played those games? Because we did. Sure did. And I, I'm here to tell you, it, it's not good. Uh, and from what I understand, the other Tomb Raider games kind of did the same thing. And I understand what it did for the female protagonist. I don't want to take that away from it. But I do. what I do want to shit on is these games are not good games. They do not play well. They don't look that good. They're they're kind of shitty. I I I don't understand. I mean, I guess mama, you know, mammamorically speaking, I can understand why they were giant and big, but I <laughs> don't understand how they had the staying power that they did because just generally speaking, these games are not fun games. They're not good. Uh, I, I, and again, they did get better and I have to think time period, but the, the nostalgia for it and people going back and saying, oh yeah, the Tomb Raider series was great on the PlayStation. No, it wasn't. It was not. Stop it. I can play Crash Bandicoot and I can play Tomb Raider. I can tell you which game is better. And I don't even think Crash Bandicoot's that good of a game. The first one, at least. But I like, I would take Crash Bandicoot like nine times over 10, even then, even then. So yeah, Tomb Raider's my number four. That's a good pick. I mean, you remember I went back and tried to play one of the Xbox 360 entries into that series because I was like, surely this has gotten better since the first go round. No, no, nope. they get worse. No, nope. they get worse. Yep. It's it's actually somehow worse. I yeah, I don't get it. I don't get it at all. All right. Well, uh, my my next entry, my number four is uh, another one that. I personally kind of like, but feel like it's overstayed its welcome, and that is Assassin's Creed. Oh. So this series, at least to me, peaked early and should have exited on a high note, but of course we can't let that happen, much like the MCU and how the fourth phase now is a total dumpster fire. But the, the concept behind it is pretty solid, right? Like you travel back in time to notable locales around the world and act out your power fantasy of being the ultimate stealthy assassin. But Ubisoft's penchant for just giving the player like this giant open world with just stuffing it with meaningless collectibles and stupid side activities just dilutes the whole experience enough that somehow makes that concept boring, which is an achievement in and of itself. As far as I'm concerned, the Ezio trilogy was like the pinnacle of the series and it should have just been left there. Even Black Flag, where you literally become a pirate and can sail the seas fighting other pirate ships and shit like that, just could not save this series in my opinion. So I just feel like it has, it has overstayed its welcome the series as a whole is vastly overrated. I feel like it did what it needed to do. And as soon as Assassin's Creed Brotherhood was wrapped, the series should have just stopped. Is is it even Assassin's Creed anymore? Really? Not really. No, it's just another sort of generic open world action game at this point. I, I've heard they're good, but like they're not Assassin's Creed. No, they've, they've strayed far yeah. enough from the original sort of formula that it's, I don't even think it's really the same thing anymore. Yeah. And honestly, it's another one of those things and I've said this before that I think it never should have been open world. It should have been a more focused experience. The first game was like, yeah. you could technically argue was open world, but relatively speaking, it was a pretty small footprint 
as far as the landscape is concerned. And so it gave you a little bit more of a focused experience when they just start doing this arms race of like, well, our map is 10 times bigger than this other games and blah, blah, blah. It's like nobody fucking cares because it's a, yeah, it's a vapid wasteland with nothing in there to do except collect a bunch of fucking feathers or whatever. And I don't know, release a pigeon for the 80th time. Like who the fuck cares? They, they wasted a good thing. I, yeah. I also think the annualized release hurt it a lot. Oh, absolutely. If, yeah. They just let it breathe. It would have been much better. Yeah, agreed. Number three. Okay, my number three is going to get some hate. I think uh, out of the, the, the remaining three, at least two are going to get me a lot of hate. Uh, my number three is Metroid. <laughs> because I, I, I got to break this down to all you Metroid fans. You don't buy the games. Maybe maybe you do, Metroid fan that's listening right now. You, yes, you. You buy the games, but no one else does. But you seem to have this opinion. And this is like more to retro gamers as a whole when they say they, you know, Capcom should make another Mega Man or you know, Konami should make another Castlevania. Do you, do you want me to be real honest with all of you? The reason that these companies don't make more of these games is because no one buys them, okay? I hate to say this. I'm someone who loves those games. I love them to pieces. I absolutely love them. But there's a reason I, There's a reason that they're not made more. Now, when it comes to Metroid, how bad do you have to be? And I, I, now I'm just... This is hyperbole, by the way. But <laughs> how just, just ho-drum do you need to be as a, as a game that the genre that you really helped people know wasn't even coined until a different series did the same thing. It's called Metroidvania, last time I checked. And if Super Metroid and the original Metroid were so beloved and so well accepted and and just so good, Castlevania would be called a Metroid clone. And all those games would be called Metroid types. But they're not. And you're like... No, you don't know that. It's just you're 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 just talking. What was every first person shooter called until Halo? A Doom, Doom clone. clone. Why? Because Doom made the first person shooter. And clearly you couldn't say Castlevania made the Metroidvania because clearly Super Metroid did exist. But the thing is is like I don't think anyone really found it all that endearing on a mainstream level, because you know what? It does suck trying to blow up every single square inch of the map so you can get that stupid little bomb upgrade so you can defeat the boss at some point, or find a critical item that's hidden behind non-really identifiable maps. I understand Castlevania Symphony Night kind of does that to an extent. It is bullshit, but the thing is, it's still bullshit. Bullshit is bullshit. And you're saying, no, I have fun exploring. Fuck you. No, you don't. <laughs> you don't. You're looking at a guide. You're bitching about how the map sucks. I don't like the way that you do the stupid jumpy flirty fl twirly thing in in Metroid in Metroid 3, Super Metroid. And guess what? No one I don't think anyone really remembers Metroid 2 and that that game actually sold quite a bit, but I don't think anyone really liked that until there was a controversy whether or not we should remake it. Metroid Prime series are a little bit different. I have no qualms with you, Metroid Prime series. This is why you're not my number 1. But for Christ's sakes, Stop acting like Metroid is like this super important Nintendo property that always needs love and care like Mario and Zelda. And uh, uh, <laughs> because the reality is, is that 
like the best selling Metroid game of all time is Metroid Dread at less than 3 million copies. The most recent release is the best selling release in the series. No one cares about Metroid. There's a lot of problems with Metroid no one wants to admit. And that doesn't mean they're bad games. I'm not, all these games I'm saying are overrated right now with the exception of what I'm about to get to. I'm not saying they're bad games. I'm just saying that they have problems and any single time you criticize any of these series is like you're killing someone's pet. No, Metroid has problems. And for everyone just to be like, it's been perfect since Metroid 3, you're fooling yourselves because that game had extreme problems too. And if it didn't, like I said earlier, they wouldn't have to coin the term Metroidvania. It would be Metroid type, and that would be a legacy that would continue to its day. But it didn't because it fell short on a lot of things. Still a good game, still fine, but not the fire that everyone says it is, nor is the series. And that's another thing. When it went to the GBA, I don't think, I don't know anyone who didn't bitch about all the games on the GBA, all the portable games. Everyone did was bitch. Oh, Fusion is too easy. Zero Mission tells you where to go. Like, you can't be happy. No one's happy with these. They're always complaining. So obviously, like, other than Metroid 3, which again, I've already said about my issues with that, is a series that the fans are hot and cold on and really can't get to the point, which is something I'm going to stick with going to my number one. And uh, that's all I'm going to really say there. So, Shane, there you go. You know what's funny about that is that you're, you're that? bringing up the, the Game Boy ones. Fusion and Zero Mission are literally the only Metroid games I've ever finished. I love them. And I think they're so good. They are Everyone good. Everyone bitches about them. They are such good games. Yeah. You won't hear that from a Metroid fan for some reason. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, let's not even talk about Other M. Uh, anyway. Under Underrated. Uh, yeah. Sure. Um, all right. So let's see. Where are we at? Still number three. Huh. Uh, all right. My number three. I don't know. I, you know what? I'm actually not sure what the sentiment is on this amongst like our community. So I don't know if this is going to be like a spicy take or not. But mm. uh, my number three is Grand Theft Auto. So. Oh, good pick. The first two games in this series were 2D top down carjacking simulators. Hence the name. And. Honestly, in my opinion, we're never that great to begin with. Like, I've tried to play GTA and GTA 2 a number of times over the course of my life. And every single time, there's like two main things that kind of pop into my head. One is this game kind of controls like ass. And two, I, I, I'm I over it in about 15 minutes. I'm like... Yeah. All right. Yeah, I get what you're doing, game. Cool. Uh, I'm I'm done. So not exactly a strong start, right? But let let's be real. That's not what people know this series for, anyway. Um, those those were like the the first two albums from a band who hadn't didn't hit their stride yet. It's like the first efforts from Incubus. Nobody fucking remembers that because they're weird as shit. And then they released the stuff with drive on it. And then everybody knew who they were. Okay. It's like that. So then you get grand theft auto three, the series makes a jump to 3d, the series blows up and then you get the stuff that followed it up like San Andreas, vice city, all those. And these, these were the games that made this franchise. Right. But even those, to me have a very limited shelf life. Like at the end of the day, the GTA series is just, it, it like rides on its perceived controversy. Like it's a collection of just raunchy 
often just overtly like racist characters that are just plopped into an open world and told to wreak havoc, which is fun for like a while, like running over prostitutes with a car is cool, I guess. But like at some point it's just, there's not enough. Like, and don't even talk to me about the plots of any of these games. The only one that I gave a single shit about was Vice City. In my opinion, I still think that that's the best GTA game and Mm. I will defend that. But like by and large, the plots of these games are crap. They've never been anything that has really kept me engaged or had me really care about what was going on. And, And even then, a lot of the missions, like the story missions in these games, end up being just straight up infuriating or poorly implemented or some mix of both. And it just blows my mind that GTA as a series is as popular as it is. Like I remember when four came out and I tried play, I bought it, I tried playing it and I maybe got a couple hours into it. And I was just like, I I don't get this. I, I don't understand why people like this. And I think what this is really coming down to is just me coming to terms with the fact that for the most part, I just don't like open world games because they're just, an excuse to have a giant map with just random shit in it rather than telling a cohesive story. There are very few games that consider themselves open world that I think are actually well done. And I just don't think GTA games are that. So that's why it's my number three. Number two. My number two I guess I don't even know if this would qualify because I don't know if anyone even cares about this series anymore, but I do with my age. Uh, my number two is Double Dragon. Mm, okay. And that's because outside of two for the NES, which is a good game, not a great game, I can't think of any Double Dragon game that's any good. Neon? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> that's the only other that's, one that comes that's, to mind. Yeah, but that's even like the, the barrier to entry on that is like kind of high. And you've really got to be into beat em ups. And I think like I like that game ironically. Yeah. To be honest with you. But I how did this game get such notoriety? Is just because it was like the, the first beat em up that anyone ever played? I think like the strategy for this first game, for like the original Double Dragon, is do the elbow crush nonstop to victory. Mm-hmm. And then I, I've played Double Dragon in the arcade and Double Dragon 2 in the arcade. They're nigh unplayable, at least the versions I played. I don't know what I mean. It's choppy as fuck. It sucks. And then you got Double Dragon 3, and I think everyone hates Double Dragon 3. I actually remember liking it as a kid. I probably would hate it today, but um, no one likes that. I, I can't think of a single Double Dragon game that has like a, a mark of quality, but yet it's revered as one of the hallmark series of the golden age of gaming. And and Golden Axe, don't you think I'm, I'm not thinking about you just because I didn't put you on my list? Like Golden Axe, you're standing right next to Double Dragon. <laughs> just uh, more people forgot about you when it comes to beat 'em ups. Just you you watch out. But Double Dragon, man, it's it sucks. Double Dragon just sucks. And I have a lot of nostalgia for Double Dragon too on the NES. And like I said, it's okay. But everything else is just bad. How did it get a movie? <laughs> well. How, how did it get a movie? There, there. I mean, it's not a, like that movie was fantastic or anything. But. It still has a movie. Why? It's. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I, I've never. 
I've never truly understood the obsession with the series. I've never understood why people think it's good. I, I don't get it. It's so bad. Like the quality is bad. It is a bad. And again, like most of the young people listening to this, if there are young people listening to this, I think there are a couple. Uh, you may not understand, but like Double Dragon was like the shit back in the day in terms of its reputation. Now I just I think it's shit. I'm sorry. Not really. I'm not going to apologize. Double Dragon's number two, because it's not only like it's it's not just just overrated. It's actually shit. It's actually a bad game. And I think it would be higher if it was still in as high regard today as it was like 20, 30, 25 years ago. What's funny is I'm thinking about this and I, I don't think we've actually done an episode on Double Dragon yet. Or if we have, I've I don't scrubbed want to. it from my memory. I don't want to. <laughs> no, we haven't. And I don't want to. I don't know. It sucks. There's your review. It <laughs> fucking sucks. <laughs> I feel like at some point we're probably going to have to, but well, uh, if people weren't pissed off enough by that, uh, prepare, prepare your fucking salt shields. Cause here we go. Oof. So my, it's, it's all downhill from here, man. So my number two is fucking Pokemon. So, very few game series can manage to actually get away with having essentially no fucking plot rehashed game mechanics with like a few minor tweaks that they consider innovations and a new coat of paint quite like Pokemon red and blue was a fucking phenomenon. And with a good reason, it was something new, relatively speaking, the inherent compulsive collectability of those little pocket monsters made for an addictive experience, and it was fueled by a companion TV show and a collectible card game. It had everything going for it. So I get it. I totally get it. I played, I had a copy of Pokemon Red. I played through it to completion. I finished that game. Can't say I finished the Pokedex, but I did definitely beat all of the gym leaders and as far as I'm concerned, finished the game. But anything since then... I have not given a single solitary shit about because it's just Game Freak putting in the minimum amount of effort to rake in more cash from their fan base. Like, and let's be real, like who the fuck is keeping track of what is it even now? A thousand Pokemon? Are we over a thousand yet? It was like 800 I something so. last time I, I checked. Know. Does anyone care really? I mean, I, that's actually that people do care. Yeah, but I don't get it because like, Here's the thing, though, is like for the people that claim that they care, it seems like every new release in the Pokemon series is met with some kind of ire by the very people who claim to be fans of it. So, like, I'm I'm not sure why there's still so much love for Pokemon. I feel like it's just been riding on its success from the early 90s and somehow still managing to rake in cash hand over fist when I don't think they've done jack shit to actually innovate at all. It's the same game over and over and over again with just this ballooning, bloated roster of Pokemon. Like, let's not have any fucking disillusions about this. It wasn't exactly the height of creativity in the first place. The first gen of Pokemon had a pile of fucking eggs as one of its creatures. So, like... That that was our baseline. But I mean, they have to be running out by now, right? Like, it's either just like pseudo Digimon looking shit at this point, or I don't know, a sentient sword was one or a little literal trash bag. That that's a Pokemon, a bag of trash. Yep. So was that rubbish? Yes. <laughs> so like, what the fuck, man? 
Like Pokemon just needs to be just it needs to be over. Like I I have a little bit of that love yeah, for the happen. first first iteration as I think a lot of people our age and maybe just a little bit younger do because that was that time frame and like you know whatever man I, I like me some Pikachu I like a good fucking you know Charmeleon Charizard whatever I'm Charmander probably because he's cute but yeah I mean outside of that like who the fuck cares like it's run its course for decades now yeah people still have fun it sold 10 million copies in three days Th- God of There's War, no Ragnarok reason. Four million copies. It's the same fucking game. <laughs> marketing, Shane. Marketing. <laughs> Ash Ketchum just retired. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> oh man, I can't wait for your number one. <laughs> uh, I like Pokemon, but you might have a point. Number one. So um, all of this negativity, if you don't like this negativity, well, I mean, there's probably going to be more of it. Uh, again, all of these games that I've talked about so far, they're not necessarily bad, save Tomb Raider and Double Dragon. They're bad. Uh, but uh, and they've had good releases, I guess. Uh, just before I talk about my number one pick, I do want to stress that I'm not I, I didn't want to go for anything too obvious. I did want to get the biggest, spiciest piece of meat I could. So you're not going to hear me say Call of Duty one because I don't play Call of Duty. You're not going to hear me say Madden because I haven't played a Madden in like 20 years. Uh, and that's that's too easy. And I, I whatever I like. That's kind of a running gag at this point. Uh, so I like I said, I'm going for the big, 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 juicy Gongoran steak. <laughs> and my number one, <laughs> you didn't even say it right. <laughs> How do I, how do you say it? <laughs> are, are you, I want to say this right. Are you talking about tears to flow? Are you talking about Gorons? Goron steaks. The biggest, meatiest Goron steaks. <laughs> okay. I, for some reason, I thought I had gong in front. Of, I don't know what's wrong well, with are you. Right I now. mean, you could uh, have been talking about King Dodongo, which is the lizard. It could be. I don't know. I'm, I'm mixing Dodongo and Goron. This is where my mind's at at the moment. <laughs> um, Dodongo steaks. There you go. Giant meaty Dodongo steaks. I think you already know what I'm saying. My number one is The Legend of Zelda. Mm. Okay? Mm-hmm. That's the number one most overrated series of all time. And you know what? It's it's mostly because I think this game does a really good job of putting you to sleep. <laughs> and I'm I'm tired of this constant Zelda cycle where a Zelda game will come out. It's the greatest game of all time. Three years later... It's actually Zelda is a flawed experience and we need to revisit it and examine its flaws. It's really a seven out of 10 game. And then 10 years later is where's the remake of this perfect game that was released and it's a classic and no one knows about it. Think about, think about how this works. When the original Legend of Zelda came out, it was considered by many to be like a mind altering experience for, for the Famicom Disk System and NES. And then there was a period where it was okay to say, and we've done it on this show, where the original Legends of Zelda is kind of ass. It's kind of not good. Yeah. And then and now, now you hear people still say, like, oh, yeah, like it's one of the best games of all time. You can't make up your mind about any of the Zelda games. And that's happened with pretty much every Zelda game, with the exception of, like, a handful. And there's, like, so many, and that's why I say a handful. One of which is A Link to the Past, which... When you really start digging about a link to the past and people who like it, you they kind of can't explain why they like it so much. 
I don't want to get more into that because I kind of refer to this in other places. If you're on Patreon for a dollar a month or you want to wait till April, uh, then you can get the King of Games for uh, on our main feed. But like uh, another one is uh, Link's Awakening, which I think is fine. And the uh, Oracle of Ages and the other one. Oracle uh, of Seasons. Seasons. Oracle of Seasons, whatever. Uh, the Game Boy Color ones. Other than that, they go through this cycle where they're good, they suck, they're great, or they suck, they're underappreciated, they're really a gem, in the case of Zelda 2. And you know what? Um, I think they're boring. I think they, they're, they're plotting. Uh, they're predictable. And the open world kind of goes against it. Even like I liked Majora's Mask, but I could understand why a lot of people don't like that. If you're not playing that game with a guide, you might as well just go hang yourself. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know. It's always held up as a perfect experience. And like if you ever criticize it within that time frame where it's considered to be a perfect experience, you're considered some sort of heretic. And then all of a sudden it's cool to point out the flaws and it's there's there's maybe it's more of a the, the fact it's with the fan base. But I think this from a critical perspective anyway, that it seems like it's held on such high a pedestal that no matter what you do, when there's a new Zelda game that's coming out, you have to praise it as the best game ever released. And if you don't, you're going to get destroyed. And it's always turns out that actually that's not true. As anyone want to talk about Skyward Sword? Because I remember what it was like when Skyward Sword came out, and then I remember what it was like three years later, or Breath of the Wild, or Twilight Princess. So, or, or, and uh, remember how much Wind Waker was shit on? Yeah. Now all of a sudden, that's the best game ever. So, look, it's, it's, it's a big problem with that series. Uh, the fan base has no idea where any of them are at. Critics have no idea where any of them are at. Uh, but just when you say Zelda, it's automatic defense squad in full force telling you you're wrong if you have any problem with the series. And that's why it's my number one most overrated series. I'm not even saying they're bad. I, 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 I'm I just saying they put me. I don't like them personally. I don't like them. I think they're boring. But the way people react when you talk about it, because I know a lot of people are probably fuming over what I'm saying right now. I guarantee it. It's my it's the number one reason it's my number one pick for overrated. No, I think I think that's fair. I mean, as someone who considers themselves as a I guess somewhat casual fan of the Zelda series, I I can I can totally agree with what you're saying. I mean, I <clears throat> I I have a lot of personal attachment to something like Ocarina of Time, but that's because I played the absolute shit out of that when I was a kid. And so in retrospect, you know, there are some things about it that definitely uh hold it back but yeah the just the 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 unilateral sort of defense of anything zelda is is ridiculous because i i would even go so far as to say that i think there's almost just as many questionable entries in the series as there are good ones oh sure like any any long-running series yeah yeah Oh, and the only reason Final Fantasy is not my number one, sorry, Shane, the only reason it's not is because I think generally people have soured on that series, which they should, because it's been terrible for years. <laughs> uh, that also almost made my list, too. But 
but no, my number one is probably not entirely surprising if you know me at all. And if you've listened to the show at all, then you, you probably already know this. And it's you, you, you can see this coming from a fucking mile away at top speed at a blur that may be a bluish hue because it's fucking Sonic the Hedgehog. Like, oh, this entire series is so vastly overrated. And I'm not, I am not going to get here on here and say that the, that all of the games are objectively bad. I'm not saying that. What I am saying is that I feel like the series as a whole has been riding a nostalgia wave for far too long. And it is baffling to me how anyone still considers this series to be even remotely good. Like the original run of the 2D entries in the series, as we've talked about on this show, and I've said already, are mostly one trick ponies that like didn't even live up to their own marketing hype. Like there are games with Mm. an identity crisis. They can't figure out whether they want to be a good platformer or a speedy spectacle. And instead they kind of come off as some weird hybrid of both. And it's just like mediocre at best. And then things only get worse from there. Like I think damn near every attempt to make a 3d Sonic game, including frontiers turns out to be like at best a lukewarm middle of the road affair and at worst an exercise in frustration with just bafflingly broken game mechanics and just shit tier level design. I don't get it. I've never gotten it. I have like ironically played Sonic games because I just know that they're bad. And, and you know what? I even, I will, I will go so far as to say that there are certain parts of Sonic Adventure 1 and 2 that I unironically actually like. But mm. it's very few and far between because even those games are broken in hilarious ways. And I've just never understood it. I don't get it. I don't think there's anything redeeming about this series as a whole. Like even the animated shows and stuff, like I started watching the new Netflix series and it's it's okay. It's fine. But I mean, let's be real. Even the, even back in the day when people have like this nostalgia for like the 90s Sonic the Hedgehog cartoon or whatever, that was pretty fucking cringe too. Like this whole series is just a history of cringy bullshit and I've never understood why people are into it. And as far as I'm concerned, the whole series just needs to be taken out back and shot already because they've done so many attempts at making this game, this series like passably good and have failed at every turn. They just need to stop. I think the love for Sonic games at this point is like the love for Lego games. It's just more unironic. If you know what I'm saying? I guess so. Like, no, I, I understand. I, I completely get what you're saying. Cause it's like overrated. I don't think anyone thinks the Sonic series is like good anymore, but then I was like, yeah, they do. Like everyone gets hyped, including myself for a new Sonic game, hoping it won't be bad. And then it's bad. And then everyone's like, "Ah." we'd say we're surprised, but we're not. It's the same cycle over and over again. Like even, even I briefly saw some of the promotional material for frontiers and I was like, oh, well, okay, shit. Like maybe they actually figured it out. Like maybe this is going to be a decent 3d Sonic game. Fucking no, it isn't. 
it's still broken. It's still bare bones. Like, ugh, God. Sonic Mania was good, though. Sure. Yeah. Like, in, like, relative to everything else in the series. Yeah. Sure. But if you compare that to fucking any other actually good game series, like, no, it's not. Sonic is bad. It's always been bad. It's not always been bad. Sonic 1 and 3 are really good. Uh, we can agree to disagree about that. We can agree to disagree. Which I hope all of you who didn't like what we had to say today uh, can also do. Because we do like you, no matter what your opinions of these games are. Uh, because you probably also hate some of the series we really love. And so that's fine. Uh, just... We we hope you stay with us, even if we flame sprayed you, <laughs> your favorite games. I would like to like reiterate that. that you all asked for this. You did. Well, not you all, the patrons. Well, yes. So, uh, yeah. So those are our opinions. We hope you're still here. If you're still with us, <laughs> uh, we we uh, thank you for joining our show. And if you want to find all of our links and where you could become a patron. You can go to linktr.ee slash retro hangover and find all the links to all of our additional content where you can find like our YouTube videos where we post our podcasts and our Twitch streams. Uh, you can find our Twitch link where we stream every Sunday at 9 p.m. at twitch.tv slash retro hangover. And you can find our Patreon link in addition to our social media links, Instagram, uh, Facebook, which is, you know, the the. Was it the tumbleweeds are rolling through? Yeah. As well as what's ever left of Twitter, you can go ahead and find us at all those places. And uh, we hope to see you there. Uh, also, Discord is free to join. So if you're thinking about hopping in our Discord, hey, just, just click on the link and join us in the Discord. We'd be happy to have you. We have crazy conversations every day. I, I always try to keep up with what our community is doing, and uh, it's always very active. Yeah. So Shane, yeah. do you have anything to do you have anything to add? No, no, I think you uh, I think you covered it all pretty well. So uh if you're still here listening to this, then uh with all of that being said, until next time. Play with your much like my very own overrated joysticks.